the heart of Shasha. Pulse 95. A story to tell. Pulse 95 Live. From cover to cover. At the Sharjah International Book Fair. Yes, you're listening to our special coverage of the third largest book fair in the world, the Sharjah International Book Fair. And for this segment, we're actually joined by an international best-selling author who writes romance, historical books, and mystery books. We're talking about Polina Simmons. She has sold over 2 million books worldwide, written 13 novels, and two non-fiction books. And she's off- she often tries to describe the journey of an immigrant in her novels. Now, most authors will tell you that it's very hard to sell books these days because everyone is just, you know, busy watching Netflix. However, if you can't beat them, then you might as well join them. And that's exactly what Polina has been doing as she is working on publishing her new trilogy with all three books rolling out in the exact same year. Polina Simmons, thanks a lot for joining us today. Thank you so much, Omni. It's a pleasure to be here. And it's a pleasure to have you on the show with us as well. Now, thanks, Ahmed. Paulina, you're, you're pretty fascinating. Uh, there's so much to you to talk about. Let's start with how did you start writing? Let's start with that question. Well, I started writing because I had a job and then I was fired from this job. Okay. And, <laughs> and, and so instead of being a good responsible adult and getting another job, I was like, it's a sign from the heavens. <laughs> I'm clearly meant to be a writer. And uh, because I always sort of dreamed about being a writer. And f- so finally I thought, here's my chance. And, uh, and, and so I sort of put my daughter into childcare and got myself some freelance, you know, part-time work just to pay the rent and then spent two years writing my first novel. And you're known for writing what people describe as romance novels um, in in a big part. So how did you get into that type of writing and how do you feel about the label itself? Well, so, uh, so generally uh, many of my books are about love, Mm -hmm. but I would say that they're not necessarily romance though but because they have so much love in them Mm -hmm. people sometimes do put that label on them but uh, a lot of the romance readers then get very disappointed in me (laughs) because uh, because they don't adhere to some of the rules Mm. of the genre and that's uh, a very interesting but aspect. In what, sorry, but yeah. in what way are they different from that? So, for example, they do not end the way that sometimes they're meant to. The characters don't behave in the way that characters are meant to. Mm. I have women in there um, who are difficult, flawed characters. Sometimes my books are from a male point of view, and romance, uh, <laughs> the romance genre is usually not from a male point of view, so that really throws some of the readers who come to me through that genre. So there, there are sort of that and many other, <laughs> many other aspects of it um, people get. Sometimes my, my main character doesn't end up with, with the, the person that they think that she's going oh, to end up yeah. with. And they're like, wait a minute. How can this possibly be a romance novel? And one time, Plot twist. Yeah, and one time this woman said to me, I took your book and I read it. And then I threw it in the garbage after <gasps> I finished reading it because it wasn't a romance novel at all. And I said, no, ma'am, this book was a mystery. It was just mislabeled and put into the wrong 
uh, you know, on the wrong shelf in the bookstore. So then people get upset. <laughs> it's so interesting because, I mean, looking at your books, they're all very different. Your yeah. first book, uh, Tully, it was more of like an emotional saga. And then your second book, Red Leaves, was a murder mystery. And then coming to your third book, 11 Hours, it was more or less like a psychological suspense thriller. Yeah. So what makes them all Polina Simmons books? What is your touch on them? So I think that the thing that qualifies them as as a, as, as a Paulina book is my cert, certain understanding of, of character and that comes I think from a little bit from my Russian soul is mm-hmm. I like to delve into what is inside a, a human being because for me when you read books that is truly the one thing that books give you that no other art medium gives you and that is to look inside the human being not what's on the outside which is like what movies give Mm -hmm. you what does a person do and what does the the person say but books give you an insight into something else and that is what hurts the most what what feels the most you know what gives you the heartbreak what gives you the anguish and so for me like that is the part that I'm most interested in writing Mm -hmm. is what is inside the human being that I'm writing about and is it is it tricky to accomplish? I mean, because the books you write, they have very strong characters. How do you go about developing that? I mean, and I know I've read your interviews quite a bit, and one thing you've said is you want the heart to be part of the the, the story. How do you get that across? Well, so in the beginning, it's it's difficult because in the beginning, like when you meet a, a person, you might like a person, yeah. but you don't quite know them yet, right? It takes you a little bit to get to know them but once you get to know them you see them so that's how it is for me with my books when I first meet my characters I know them a little bit like Mm. maybe you or like Omnia I I I like them I can talk to them sometimes they're funny right but then once you get to know them you suddenly see what breaks their heart and then they add on like a whole new dimension so then you've got to go back and rewrite all the stuff that Mm. you've written to sort of to make sure that you are synchronized with the things that they're really feeling. Yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned that because looking at your novel, The Bronze Horseman, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a World War II novel. It's set in the Soviet Union. And uh, what, uh, what drew me most to it was the way you characterize your characters. So is there a way that you go about creating the dialogue and making sure that your characterization of every part uh, and every character that participates in the story kind of stands out? Well, so with them, really, uh, to me, Alexander and Tatiana Mm -hmm. in those books are like real people. And I know them better than I know almost anyone else in my life. Because, like I was saying to Ahmed, I know their soul. I... um, and so what I do is I make sure that everything that they do and they say fits into the character that they are. Mm. That they don't say things that you might read and say, that's not something yeah. Alexander could <laughs> ever do. You know, that even when it's shocking and even when it's things you might not like because they don't all behave well, but that you, you feel yourself okay, I can believe this. And to do that, Mm -hmm. you first have to write the entire draft of the book. And then you go back and then you see where you've gone wrong. And you've gone wrong usually in many, many places. So you've got to fix those. So it's really a process of rewriting and rewriting and rewriting that gets me 
to where I can give it to you <laughs> and then you read it and say, oh, that's pretty good, okay. Uh, do they ever go out of control? Did, they, did you ever uh, create a character and get to know it over time? Or is it ever since you created Alexandra and Tatana, you knew exactly what they were going to do and who they were going to turn out to be in all the trilogy? So sometimes they, they, um, they turn out to be maybe stronger or weaker. Sometimes they do things that are wrong for which you yourself judge them. You say, mm -hmm. how could you have done that? But they usually, uh, they usually don't go out of, out of too much control mm -hmm. because everything they do fits into their plan. It, and so that's okay with me. You know, it fits into, into, into my plan. I mean, if they started robbing banks, I suppose <laughs> I, would, I might feel differently. But the same thing with my character in, in these three books, in the end of Forever. For me, Julian, the man that I created for, for in search of his lost love, Josephine, is one of my strongest, best creations. But he started sort of as, a, as, a, as just a man that I sort of knew a little bit. But by the time I got to the third book, he's completely and utterly in my soul. Like I, <laughs> so, you know, but it does take a journey. It takes an adventure for the writer also to, to go through it with, uh, you know, with the characters. Paulina, there's something that you touched on while describing characters, and it's the fact that you were born in Russia. Uh, you were born in the Soviet Union, and what I'm interested in is I've noticed that writers who were born in the Soviet Union in Russia tend to have this unique sensibility, this unique way of narrating things or talking about things. Am I making sense here? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's it's. I think it's one of the, the sort of maybe the best things but also the worst things about <laughs> me because it's the thing that sort of it's that broody melancholy nature of the russian soul yeah it's the it's the late at night conversation that you might have with a russian where you need to talk about the meaning of life and what does it all mean and what is it all about and what does it mean when you do things what does it mean to be a human being to be good to do good to not be good Mm. Is there, is it a binary thing or mm. is it a complicated gray thing? What does it mean to believe in God? What does it mean not to believe in God? Mm. Like all of these questions, the Russians <laughs> love to ask themselves. And I, th and I think that, and, and that's what I do. I sort of ruminate and contemplate and everything is, has to be bigger than just the moment. It has to be about all these other things. And, and so that, I, I bring a little bit of that, I think, to all my books. How has been the reception at the Sharjah International Book Fair? Talk to us a little bit about your participation, what you've been doing so far. Well, I just got here yesterday, oh, so this okay. is the first thing that I'm doing. First impressions. Oh, so um, it was it was incredible. I cannot tell you. Everybody was so incredibly courteous and polite. <laughs> I just I wish people in New York were like this. <laughs> I, I just there's there's not even a hint of rudeness in anyone. Everyone is incredibly helpful. The food has been amazing. The uh, the water has been like incredible to look at. I haven't gone into it yet, but uh, it was it, the sound of it is incredible. It's just there's a an exotic, foreign, completely different feel mm. about it, and I totally love it. I just like like being here very much. I'm glad you've been enjoying it. Um, let's talk a little bit about your writing process. So for many for many writers, it tends to be um, exhausting. For others, the writing process is very exciting. So on what spectrum are you? Does writing make you feel excited or exhausted? So it's, it's, a, it's an overwhelming, all-consuming, completely exhausting 
enervating process. It's there's nothing about it that I like until the end result? until people cry and they tell me that oh my god you you've 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 done something with your words and and your books that I I will never forget. Now when I hear that I'm like okay maybe it's worth it but until that point it's it's really it's just brutal. It's not like because here's the thing so for me I've got to like be inside the story right yeah. and sometimes that story is one of war or one of betrayal or one of death and sometimes it's one of love too clearly and <laughs> so you go into it and then you're completely immersed in it it's like you're in that ocean water and you're not coming back out again until you know until until it's over so so it's it's on the one hand it's the only way that I know how to write but as you can imagine your life your actual life suffers because the only life that is in color is now the imaginary life that you're living and your real life becomes black and white I love the way you put it you know yeah. it's just so deep um, but you know you're releasing three books um, this year all within the same year so Back in May, The Tiger Catcher came out, and then your second book, A Beggar's Kingdom, it actually hit the shelves in August, and the last book is actually about to be released in December, Inexpressible Island. So how come you're releasing all three books in the same year? Well, so here's the thing. Usually it doesn't happen this way because usually you publish one book and mm -hmm. then the publishers and your readers wait for you to write the next. It just so happened that I took four years to write these books and I didn't give them to my publishers until all three were completed so they had the books mm. I had them they had them and so the choice was we can do it the normal way and publish one and then make our readers wait a year but when they read it they knew my publishers that people would not want to wait especially when you get to the end of Beggar's Kingdom because you're just sort of left in such a um, I don't even want to say cliffhanger. You're just really left with, I need the next book right now, feeling that they thought that it would be stronger to publish them this way, especially because like people are now, I want it, I want it now. And it gives them this chance to binge read uh, these books and yet still publish them as, as all three. They're really, they're really one story but in three distinct parts, I would say. That's, that's, that's the difference between this trilogy and the Bronze Horseman mm. trilogy. Because the Bronze Horseman trilogy was really one book that began and ended, and then there was another book that began and ended, and really then we could have been done, but then we did a third book. But here, you sort of begin at one place, and you end in the third book in another place. So you really need the three books to understand the whole story. It's, that's beautiful, and uh, certainly that's uh, a series that we are certainly looking forward to. Uh, quick question, is there any book you've read lately and liked that you would recommend to our listeners? Oh my goodness, what a great question. Yes, uh, what Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. It was a wonderful new book that I, that I just read that I really, really enjoyed. What did you like about it? I, I liked the characterization of the, main, of the main heroine. I liked being inside her head. Mm -hmm. I thought she was funny, she was quirky, she was interesting. To me, that's always the strongest thing. When you're inside a human 
and then you see the world through that human's eyes. So, so really interesting. Um, and given that English is not your first language, how do you suppose this affects your writing? Is it Does it make the words more important or less important? So it makes the words more important and you need to choose the right word. English is um, uh, much richer than Russian. Well, I want to say English has many more words, you know, clearly, yeah. because English is a language that takes words from every other language and puts it into itself. Russian is not like that. But Russian is very rich when it describes human emotions. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I always try to put in English how that emotion would sound to me in Russian. Because in Russian, I feel that word. So I always want to try to find in English the word where I feel it also, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's quite interesting to see how your journey has developed. You've definitely had a very interesting childhood. And growing up, you've created some amazing books that the world has fallen in love with. Thank you so much, Polina Simmons, for joining us today. Thank you it's so much, Amya. Thank, thank you, Ahmed. It was coming. a real pleasure. Thank you so much. It's been such an honor. Um, thank you. We'll be back right after the short break talking all about uh, the new uh, guest of honor that is joining the uh, Sharjah International Book Fair. So stay tuned to learn more about the Mexican culture right here from Cover to cover on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Hallelujah.